BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignan. Nobody beats the biz. Um, Chris, in this episode, we will preview the game with the Atlanta Falcons. We have the Eli Manning retirement ceremony, of course. And we'll be taking calls from fans. It should be interesting, man. Yeah. I, you know what, Jerry? I totally forgot about the Eli thing, man. And I'm glad you brought that up. Big Sunday for Mr. Manning, right? I, I have my pin ready, buddy. My stray hand and Eli pin that the Giants sent out to season ticket holder. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sunday's a big day uh, for Eli, right? I mean, yeah. the Ring of Honor. Uh, what's the exact number, Jerry? 43? How many guys are in the Ring of Honor? Do you know offhand? Ooh. Oh, man. 40 something? I, don't kn- I don't know. Right, it's well, got to be in the 40s now. Got to be. I think it's 43. I yeah. might be off maybe one or two. Anyway, he's also getting his number retired too, which is huge. Yeah, I mean, the Giants don't do that. The Giants are like the Red Sox, you know, a real organization. Right. Don't do that. You know, they just don't retire numbers. Not like the Yankees, right, Chris? Right, not like the Yankees. We'll have about 15 of the same numbers retired. Right. You know, um, but, uh, you know, the Giants are on bigger retirement numbers. Right. And they're going to do two this year, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> First with Eli and then later on um, in the year with Michael Strahan. Uh, so it's a big, it's a big Sunday, Jerry. The weather's supposed to be beautiful. Looks like fall is going to kick in this weekend. Yes, Friday. Um, it's going to feel like more like football weather. Um, yep. The Giants are looking for their first win. Uh, a little extra incentive. I don't care what they say. You know, it's a big day, and you want to play well, and you want to win on the day that Eli is getting his number retired and putting a ring of honor. Right, Jerry? I mean, what yeah, better way to get your first win, bro? You know, Chris, the, the last two times that I can remember they did this were Sims and, and LT and they lost both games. The Sims one is remembered are 35, nothing. And then they lost to the, the Vikings for, for LT. So it's like, guys, win this game. Come on, man. You got to win. Look, but first off, you don't want to go and three. Cause then the wheels come off the fan base and everything, man. But you well, want to, you know, you want to yeah. win for Eli. Yeah. We'll get into it a little while later, Jerry, but if they fall, if they lose this game, oh, um, God. But yeah, you want to win for Eli. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a great moment, obviously, for Eli and his family, and yeah, uh, and his parents, and Peyton, uh, his brother, everybody, man, everybody yeah. involved with that. Listen, listen, the Mannings is just good people, bro. Yeah, they're good people, bro. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's gonna be great to watch Eli. Um, now, has you, have you watched his Monday night to that, that simulcast? Yeah. Yes, I, I go back and forth. I gotta be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I can't stick with it for a while. Yeah. Um, I switch back to the uh, the announcers. I go back a little bit because sometimes Peyton and Eli some interesting things, 
And then they start fooling around. Like, ah, oh, let me go back corny. to the announcers. It gets a little corny. You know, I go back to the announcers yeah. um, uh, because uh, you got to remember something, too, is that, you know, you're not dealing with a normal human being in me where, like, if I look at a guy on the screen, uh, you know, on TV doing a game, Jerry, and I see a number, and I'm like, what number is that? I, who is that? And I, I got to look at my roster quick, but most of the times the announcers, you know, yeah. they'll whip it out quick. Oh, right. tackle by, you know, Jerry Foley. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I'll be like, oh, crap. Okay, well, that's, what, that's who 41 is. You know, because yeah. I don't like when a number gets by me. I don't know what the hell it is in the field. Well, obviously, Peyton and Manning aren't doing that. Peyton yeah. and Eli are just like, you know, breaking it down. And yeah. which, Look, they bring an interesting perspective, Jerry. No question oh. about it. You know, um, they definitely do. I just, me personally, I just can't stick with it for the whole 60 minutes. Right, right. Me neither. I go back and forth. It gets a little, sometimes it gets a little corny. Um, hmm. But I thought last night was funny or the other night when uh, – Eli said to Peyton, uh, nice job, Romo, when he didn't get the, tried to guess the play and he got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I missed that. Really? Yeah, Eli's like, yeah, nice job, Romo. Uh, Oh, really? Okay. I didn't even hear about that. Okay. So that's, see, that's, that's the good stuff they bring to to the telecast, you know? Uh, And so it's good. Uh, You know, me personally, I switch back and forth to get a little bit of each. Some people, I I know some people are sticking with Peyton and Eli a long time. They watch the whole broadcast with it. And other people are like, nah, you know, we stick with the regular announcers. So right. you can't, to me, Jerry, you can't really lose, dude. You know, right. I kind of like the three-man booth they have with ESPN the last few years with Levy, Greasy, and Riddick. Uh, and obviously, Peyton and Eli bring it. Oh, so like, Chris, you know. if McFarlane was still on that uh, that telecast, then you would have everybody watching Eli and Peyton. I think they do a good job. And I think the Monday Night Crew is fine now. I'm fine with the Monday Night Crew. I, I agree, Jerry. I agree. I, I kind of like the crew. You know, people I, hate Riddick. I like Lewis Riddick, man. Uh, He's a smart guy. Because they, they kill like, him for wanting Haskins, whatever. Uh, you know, everybody gets uh, something. Whatever, wrong. you know, uh, whatever. You know, so, uh, look, I'm not going to kill a guy for that. Uh, look, I like listening to Lewis speak, too. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, he knows these players, bro. He right. knows everybody on these teams, and he yep. knows his schemes. So he does his homework. I give him credit. Yeah. I, I like listening to him. Right. You know, um, and I, even Greasy. Even prior, even yeah, like, right. I like listening to, and Levy doesn't annoy me. You know, no, not at all. Right, doesn't annoy me. So you know what? This crew isn't bad, bro. Yeah, you know, isn't bad. Uh, they've had, listen, they've had some crews the, the last ten years or so. Really hasn't worked out, right? Right, right. Uh, to me, Jerry, I wish Don Meredith and Gifford and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish they were still around. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, yeah. um, so, um, yeah, so good stuff. Can't can't lose either way, bro. You can listen to either one. Can't lose either way. All right, so. Look, man, if not now, dude, hmm. it's never, right? I mean, this is the week. The Giants are, what, three-point favorites, three-and-a-half-point yeah. favorites? Yeah, yeah. You know, we know what Atlanta brings to the table. What do you, what do you, what do you see, man, right yeah. off the bat? Well, I, I, I tell you what, Jay, you know, there's a narrative going around out there, especially the beginning of the week. It seems to be easing a little bit now that this is going to be a cakewalk for the Giants. Nothing's a cakewalk. First of all, nothing's a cakewalk for this football team. No. Second of all, and this is what I mean about, you know, I saw it. You know, the Giants are going to beat Atlanta 34-10. They should be, or or you you read this or hear this, or they should whip up on these guys by three touchdowns. And listen, listen to me. Atlanta Falcons are not going to go into playoffs this year. We know that, but don't think for one second because I'm watching them from week one and week two. Don't think for one second the Giants are going to walk in this place and smoke these guys. It might happen, but don't think – I don't believe it's going to happen because, number one, I happen to really like Arthur Smith, and I happen to really like their defensive coordinator, Dean Pease. Okay? And yeah. and you see now, last week against the Bucs, they cut that to three. 
They made that a game, and then the and then the wheels fell off when Matt Ryan threw one interception that really wasn't his fault. Okay, right. pick six, so right away, oh Ryan! No, if you look at the play, it looks like the receiver didn't help him. He stopped on the route, didn't come back. Right. Mike Edwards picks it off. He goes the other way. Okay, the other one, deflection. Uh, you know, by Colton Davis, it goes up in the air, kind of a fluke thing. Boop, boop, boop. Mike Edwards catches it, and boop, 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 he's to the house. Game over. So you, you look at the stats, they had more yards than Tampa, if I remember right. You know, they didn't give up 400 yards in defense to Tampa. Tampa made some plays on the middle of the field. I put it on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, the middle of the field seems to be open. They got a young secondary. They got some guys up front could make some plays. But what the point being, Jerry, is that Let's get rid of this narrative about all oh, the Giants on Eli Manning Day at home. They're going to smoke these guys. No. I think it's going to be a close one. Right. We'll get into Absolutely. the picks later on in the segment. Yeah. But please get it out. You know, get it out of everybody's mind that, you know, this is going to be a tough game, Jerry. It's not going to be an easy game, bro. Right. You know, it's, it's yeah. going to be a I To me, it's going to be a battle with these guys. What worries you most about Atlanta? Obviously, I, I would say their offense way more than their defense, no? Absolutely, Jerry. I think we should. Be absolutely do things on their defense. Yeah. Um, but on offensive side of the ball, hey, has the Giants defense done anything yet, Jerry, to say, oh, well, I'm not concerned about out Calvin really because we got James, we got a Dory, we got our we got our cover threes going, we're gonna do this. Stuff. No, so Calvin really the complete opposite. All right, and then you look at Kyle Pitts, who everybody loved, right? We all loved him, right? Jerry, you loved him. Everybody loved him yep. and, and the whole act, right? We knew he wasn't going to be available to the Giants because everybody projected him to get picked high, and he did. He went fourth, right? Yep. And I'm looking at him from week one to week two, and you see this. Yeah. Go, and I'm I'm going up with my hand. You see, like, a guy that was, like, a little unsure of himself, you know, week one, to a guy that really starting to figure it out in week two. Right. And now we're going to week three where he's going to figure out. Arthur Smith is a good offensive mind, dude. Yeah. This guy ran a really solid ship in Tennessee. This guy knows how to call plays. This guy knows offense, Arthur Smith, okay? Right. Always loved his schemes. Always loved his schemes. And you see what he's doing here now, slowly but surely, you know, especially with this kid Pitts. And have the Giants played tight ends well yet? Oh, you know? I was just going to say, I mean, you talk about a great matchup for Pitts. Like, if he's ascending, I mean, what better, what better defense to look at than the Giants only because they haven't covered a tight end and, uh, since, you know, you're – your buddy Banks suited up, right? I, when's the last time he covered a tight end successfully? Yeah, I, I, look, I, I give credit to Graham last year. The tight ends didn't destroy us. Didn't destroy us. That's fair. So that's far fair. this year, yeah, that's fair. They've hurt us, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, remember last year we praised Graham a lot. Like, oh, look, finally, yeah, finally, we got a coordinator that's not letting the tight end run wild, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we've seen all these years. But so far this year, not too happy with that. Right. Um, so you look at the pits, and Calvin Ridley is one of the best receivers in football, dude. Yep. You know, and, yeah, I mean, they got rid of Julio Jones basically because they had Ridley, right? I mean, you don't want to, you can't pay everybody. And Ridley's, Ridley's the number one now. Oh, absolutely. And he's playing like it. Yep. Okay. He had a good game against Tampa. Uh, Ridley's, his numbers are right up there with everybody the last three, three years, two years, yep. a couple years. Yep. Okay. And the kid is a weapon. Okay. So, and Jerry, the Giants haven't been pressuring quarterbacks, right? No, not at all. So if Matt Ryan is going to sit in that pocket, you don't think Calvin Ridley's are going to get? You don't think a Cordell pass it even? We'll get into Cordell a little bit, but you know the cop. These guys didn't get open, dude. Yeah. So it's a concern, you know. It's a concern now. Their defense. Yeah, let's get to the Giants' defense since we're talking about Atlanta's offense. I put something in. You know, so I'm watching the Giants' defense, Jerry, and I'm saying to myself, okay, what the f is going on, and guys? 
Chris has his head in his hands right now as he's talking. So it's very concerned. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so what are we doing here? I'm looking at the cover four, the cover twos, even cover fours. I'm looking at the cover threes, the little man. Forget about the man for now. Okay? Yeah. So I'm saying to myself, what is going on with these cover twos? Right. It's all about windows, cover twos. Yeah. Right? All about windows. And these guys are finding spots in the windows, you see, and they're getting open mm-hmm. and they're getting easy hits, right? The first two weeks of the season. Yeah. I'm looking and very simple. Very simple, Jerry. Last year, they were closing those windows quickly. Right. Eyes right. Eyes set properly. Technique. Drifting back in the box, coming up where they should be. This year, laziness, brother. Yeah. Laziness. Yeah. Okay. This year, they're drifting a little too much in the bo- in the windows. The eyes aren't always set. Okay. And then out. Which what, what does that happen? What does that mean, Chris? Well, that means that you're not going to be quick to close the window like they were last year. When a guy sit drops in that box in that window, last year Bradbury, even the Isaac Yidham, they were closing quick because they were set right. Okay. Yeah. This year. Okay, so Chris, you you talk it out of your ass. No, Logan oh, really? Ryan said it too, right? Logan Ryan said it. Blake Martinez, I got him to say it today. Yeah. I asked Blake. Yeah. He talked about technique wise, this and that. We're not, you know, we're not set properly and this and that, and we have to clean up a lot of things. And I asked Blake today, I said, Blake, were you guys in zone? Is that one of the things you're talking about they're taking advantage of? And he said, "Yeah." He goes, "We gotta get our, you know, we gotta get our eyes set." Yeah. This is the stuff I put on Twitter during the week. Yeah, right. When you you're drifting back, you gotta be watching the court. When you're in the zone, your eyes gotta be at the quarterback. Yeah. You see, guys, sometimes their eyes drop down. They're, they're drifting out of their spot where they should be in the zone. And these are techniques that have to be cleaned up. Now, Jerry, I believe they will get cleaned up. It's two weeks only. Right. These things happen, dude. Yeah. But I believe it will get cleaned up. You know, starting. Sunday. It's nothing. There's too much talent on the back end, Jerry, not to clean this up. Yeah, and I think that's what most Giant fans feel. Like They're thinking, like, wow, the offensive line isn't really that much of an issue. They're holding up okay. Jones played great um, against the, the Washington football team. Okay, so uh, he improved from week one to week two drastically, but it's the defense that's let him down. So you know, that's, that's something that everybody wants to hear, right? The, the talent's there. It's just yeah. clean up the sloppiness, and it's not like James Bradbury all of a sudden can't cover, and Dory Jackson can't cover, and everybody forgets what the hell they're doing. Right. So um, no, so it's it's kind of good news to hear that way, that hear hear it spun that way. Right. I mean, you know, this is what a couple of guys said during a week. Yeah. Um, and you know, um, and this this is you know what I've seen. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the players have come out and they've kind of basically said the same thing. Um. So that's the that's an issue that could be cleaned up, Jay. Okay. I'm not saying it will be cleaned up, but it should be cleaned up. Okay, it's technique issues, Jerry. It's yeah. technique issues. If they were playing man all the time, dude, and they were getting smoked, I'd be like, "Well, we're gonna get out of that man because these guys can't cover anybody in man." You know what I mean? Right. But they're they're having problems in that zone. Yeah. And, and it's not so much, Jerry. Like somebody asked Blake Martinez today, which was a pretty good question about, well, you think they figured? You think opposing teams have figured out your schemes? Right. You know, and Blake says. No, not really. He goes, not that they figure. It's just that we're not, we're not handling it on our end, which is exactly what we just talked about. Yeah, you know, so they, they feel like they have to handle things on their end a little bit better at the back end. 
Now, Jerry, last week, you know, Taylor Heineke really wasn't pressured. No, not at all. And he picked him apart. He did. And, you know, so they're going to have to get some things going scheme-wise. And he and said old... said guys, too. That's the, that's frustrating, too, Chris. There were, there were times where he was blitzing. Right. They weren't getting there. Just not getting there, dude. Right. Uh, so, and it comes down to what, Jerry? Something I talk about all the time, dude. One, football's not rocket science. Right. Two, this sport will always be about beating the guy in front of you, dude. Right, right. It's no rocket science. Yeah. You have to beat the guy in front of you. And right now, they're not. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, so they have to kick it up there. Now, this offensive line in Atlanta, <laughs> you know, they, they've, they've, they've struggled a little bit. Um, you know, uh, with Ryan, give us some pressures. You know, uh, look, Matt Ryan, you pressure him. Who knows what's going to happen, right, dude? He could, he'll throw sure. the ball the other jersey, right? Yes, we know that. Absolutely. Right. We know that. So that's going to be the key. You know, you don't want Ryan sitting back there, obviously, because he's a, he's a step up from Taylor Heineke and um, and Teddy Bridgewater. You know, give him time. Matt, could, he could still tear you apart, dude. You know? Yep. Yep. Uh, so that'll be a key. You know, the Giants, off, I think. Now, here's the thing with the Giants offense, Jerry. Let's stack. You know, like, oh, what do you what do you mean? Let's stack. Well, Jerry, now it's time in year three, Daniel Jones, they have to start stacking good offensive performances on one, on another, on another, on another. Right. Not one, Jerry, and then right. we get another one at the end of October. You know right. what I mean? No, you can't get a stinker this week where it's okay. Right. You have to start stacking now. Right. Stacking. Right. You know, not just one against Washington, and right. then maybe we'll get one in the October against whoever the hell they're playing. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah. October. Right. No. Yeah. Consistency. Stacking, you gotta start stacking now, brother. And we'll see. You know, this is not a good defense they're facing Sunday. Right. They got a little bit better last week, but this is not really. Good. It's a defense you should have near 400 yards and 20 plus points, Jerry, with no problem. So now um, the injury list uh, a little longer today. Do you uh, you expect Evan Ingram to play this week? Absolutely. Okay. I was wow. watching Evan today. He was moving. I know he was limited. I, I know he was limited on the injury report. Yeah. But so is Saquon, you know? Yeah, right. So, right, right. you know, um, don't go by too much limit. Listen, you know, Friday's the big day always. I, I always say injury report. Don't go by Wednesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was watching Evan run routes today. I, I, think I, I think I even put it on Twitter. He, I'll be shocked if he doesn't play Sunday. Okay. Expect yeah. him Sunday, yes. All right. Now, can uh, you also put out there, you, you, you broke down one of the runs at the end of the game uh, when, when Garrett called two runs and then the uh, – the, the in route from uh, I kind of ruined some of the, some of the people's narrative, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, look, we all thought it, right? You know, why would you run twice and then do that, and why wouldn't you throw a fade to Galladay? And you know, the unfortunate part about when you have to write after the game is you're writing based on that night and what you saw, and it's like, all right, you don't really have time to go over and say, yeah, well, yeah, you know, but no, Jerry, but that narrative that narrative was going for five days. Sure, no, right, right. But what your point was that. You're not worried about Saquon's getting back, and you made the comparison to Adrian Peterson, and some people jumped on it. But what you no, were no, saying no, was, no. The, the comparison was just that I know. the same injury. I know. I know. I know there's always dopes out there. Why are you comparing AP? I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I, I'm not saying he's the same talent. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, it was a good one because once he, you know, he didn't see the hole to his right, and 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 that's going to come back hopefully, and it should yes. come back. Yeah. And he looks like he's healthy. Uh, it's just getting the football feel back. He hasn't played in so long, so. I just thought that was a, I would, thought that was a good call by you to to show that, mm-hmm. and I thought the comparison was actually a good one. Um, well, can I tell you how that, I'll yeah. tell you how that story went down. Yeah. Can I tell you how that story went down? Sure. So I'm talking to somebody, 
and and they're telling me, hey, Chris, you know, we'll talk about that last sequence. Yeah. And they're telling me, did you see Barkley? He just kind of collapsed on first down and second down on the runs. And I said to the person, I said, are you sure about that? I don't I don't think so. I, I, I don't remember him collapsing. I think you think about another series where he kind of went down after three-yard run. Nobody was near him. No, no, no. So I said, all right, let me go back to these plays. And I looked at the plays. and No, that wasn't the case. And yeah. then I pointed it out that not only was it not the case, holy crap, Saquon ran into the wrong hole. Yeah. If he just breaks through his right there, that's six yards. Maybe even yeah. more if he breaks the tackle. Yeah. Game over. Every 25, yeah. So, yeah. and I get it. Listen, I, and I, look, look, there's a couple of things I just wanted to point out about that. One, you, you don't know what's going on unless you actually talk to people close to the situation or you're there. Right. And Garrett, for you know, Judge told Garrett to run it twice. He basically conceded that judge does, saying he wanted yeah. to play conservative. He wanted you to know, use the title. So you talked he's, about that. You talked about that on the last podcast <clears throat> that yeah. that call is made at the coach at the head coach level. Right. Yep. I mean, you know, that's Judge telling Garrett, you know, basically play it safe. We yeah. want to eat up the we want to eat up their timeouts, which Garrett's not going to throw two nine. He's not going to throw a call two nine routes and a freaking seven route if he's going to eat up. T- you know what I mean? He's going to run the ball, right, Jeremy? Right. Right. So it comes down to execution <clears> now. Saquon there, now we're getting back to Saquon. Now it's all about, Jerry, him trusting himself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He's mentally fine, dude. Right. Mentally fine. He's he's trusting the knee and all that. But it's like a bit, look, Jerry, sometimes it's like a baseball player who goes on injured reserve, misses three weeks, right, dude? Yeah. Comes back, doesn't do a rehab assignment, comes back. First game, Yankee Stadium. He's facing a guy throwing 95, right, Jerry? And and it, and your timing's off baseball. Right. It takes at bats to get your timing down a lot of times, right? Right, right. So you look at Saquon, and I kind of like to compare. I love, I love to do my little baseball compares once in a while, and I compare it to that a little bit where he's just not trusting his eyes right now. Right. So, and then I, you know, I put that out there. And that's that's why I put that like he's just not trusting everything in, with himself yet, Jerry. Right. As far as. Settle down, Saquon. Be a little yep. more patient. And then I saw, you know, Banks put it. He subtweeted it. Banks subtweeted it saying, you know, basically that's exactly what happened. Yeah, nice. You know? And, and and I looked at all. I looked, Jerry, I looked at it. Must have, I must have looked at that play about 15 times to make sure, before I put it on Twitter, to make sure that yeah. that hole was there. Yep. And all I'm saying was that it was a running call. And if I remember right, it was Ben Bredesen and Caden Smith with two good seal blocks. Right. And Saquon had the right. If he bounces it to the right, but that's a matter of him. He just needs to trust his eyes a little bit more. Sure. Settle down, Jerry. Be a little more patient. Okay? And I think you're going to see that Sunday, Jerry. I think you, you got 10 days off before your last game. Yeah. I think you'll see more of that Sunday. But, look, Gary made the call. He was basically told to run. Mm-hmm. And Saquon didn't execute it, dude. Because sure. they they trap blocked there. Yeah. And Caden Smith and Ben Brennison, they did their job, dude. Yeah, I watched it a hundred freaking times. They did their job, yeah, right, and right. Saquon just didn't hit the right hole, dude. No, it was a good call. It was a good, uh, good call by you. Nice uh, analysis. And that's uh, when you see that, you're like, well, you know, I, I remember watching a game <clears throat> on Monday Night Football against the Bears. I think it was 2013. It was the year they started off like 0 and six or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, Harry Carson, there was a, an event, and Harry Carson was there. And I remember fans. I mean, I was kissing his ass the whole time, but. Fans talking to him and saying, you know, we got to get rid of Kevin Gilbride. We got to get rid of this. 
And Harry Carson looked at everyone and just said, players got to play, guys. And I was just like, like, I was amazed by it. You figure he might kind of jump in and, and maybe say, yeah, you know, these guys aren't as good as when I played. Or the, like the coaching staff, right? Like, oh, yeah, I played for the, the, you know, Parcells, Belichick. And he just looked at everyone like, yeah, guys, players got to execute, you know. And I, I, was, I always remember that. That was a, kind of a simple way of breaking it down sometimes. Yeah, Jerry, and he's right. Most, you know, players got to execute. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying play calls don't call, you know. Oh, sure. When you run plays. nine crow routes on one route, sure. Right. You know, Jerry, we know that, right? We know, right. you know, but all, all, I was, you know, all I was saying is like, guys, you know, before everybody destroys Garrett here, yeah. and I was the, one of the first ones, I would say I would have did his own read. I was one of the first ones. Like, what would you have done there? Well, I probably would have kept it in Daniel's hands. Right. And this is before I looked at the play. You know, I, I would have kept it in Daniel's hands to see what Daniel could pick up six, five, six yards. I, that's what I would have done, right? We talked right. about it, right, Jerry? Yeah, we did, yep. Um, and then you looked at the play. It's like, holy crap. And, and I, I was just looked at like, man, if that it was executed, you know. Right, but Saquon right, right. didn't didn't do his part, and that you know, and we'll we'll get that cleaned up as far as Barkley goes, you know, Jerry, as he moves yep. along, dude. All right, dude. I sent out the tweet. We have five in the waiting room. Do you want to do picks first, real quick, and then we'll get to the calls, or do you want to do the calls first, or, or still talk about what do you want to do? Um. Yeah, I guess we could just start doing it. What time is it? You want to start doing the calls? Yeah, let's do the calls. We got Ryan. Yeah, we don't uh, want him to wait too long, bro. Right, exactly. All right, let me let me admit Ryan. Remember, guys, unmute yourselves when you chime in, please. I just admitted Ryan. He should pop up any moment. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm on. I don't want to interrupt the picks. I'm sorry. No, dude, I'd rather no, talk no, to you guys no, than no. get my ass kicked. Every I'm down four. Oh, jump in. No, I'm already, I'm already down four. So my apologies. Well, um. Well, here we are, 0-2. Welcome to another year of Giants football. Um, <laughs> you know, it's impo- It's hard, you know, t- trying to talk myself off the ledge here, but because my expectations for the season, I think you guys were kind of on par with this, was an 8-9 or nine win season would be in- been acceptable. Yeah. You know, it's a step in the right direction. You know, we were a complete joke in 2019. We weren't great last year, but got competitive. And now I think an average season would be would have been the next step this year. And we could still accomplish that. Um, but it's impossible not to be just completely disgusted with another 0-2 start and, and the same problems we've been seeing for the last eight years. Um, right. the undisciplined, um, just an undisciplined mess. And um, that's, a little know, bit unju- that's a little bit unjudged, brother. Well, that's what I was going to get to. I mean, this is the guy who's supposed to change all that. And, you know, I think I think Judge benefited a lot from, from his two buffoon predecessors before him. You know, sure. I, I think the fans and the media were like, oh, we got a, you know, a real football coach here possibly. And, you know, he's starting to get some heat now, and as he should. I mean, look, yeah. six and ten win, a six and ten season is not a good season. So, I mean, yes, they showed some signs, and there are some good signs there, and I want to believe in the guy, but it's all the stuff that he preaches, you know, like, you know, uh, discipline and, and <clears throat> accountability, and there's – really not a whole lot of that right now um you know just just things like you know, silly things like you know the running laps and practice though that i always cringe when i hear that i'm like how how is making a world-class athlete run around a field once you know a punishment that, that, <laughs> doesn't, you know, Ryan, that doesn't bother me as much yeah i, I mean it's more demeaning than anything you know what it is when, when you win you love that stuff when you lose sure. that's when you're like oh yeah what are you doing you know so yeah. that could go either way my my biggest thing with judge is a fan is after the game's over, and I don't know what I'm looking for, man. I admit, I don't know what I want to see. But at those pressers, the last couple of pressers when he loses, 
you know, we already talk about, like Chris talks about all the time, like he don't give you anything. It, it's the Saban, Belichick, CIA kind of, uh, you know, uh, answers to everything. So right. I don't know what I'm looking for, but when he says, well, I, I like what I'm seeing with improvement, it's like, Joe, we got to start winning, man. It's like, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. hear that, you know? Right. Um, it, it's, it's... Well, Ryan, let, Ryan, let's talk you off the ledge a little bit. Sure. We're going to talk, we're going to talk you off the ledge a little bit. Uh, and, well, let's start. Were you happy with your offense last week? Of course. Um, you know, and in fact, I thought we should have been a little more aggressive on fourth down. I mean, we got a great field goal kicker. That's great. But, you know, I, there was four times, you know, the last field, the last kick, you know, we had to kick that field goal to go up three with whatever minute left. But it was fourth and shorts in, the, in, the, in their own, in the Washington 30, the, the 25, I think, you know, we could have went, everyone's going for, on fourth down all over the league now. You know, they're staying aggressive, you know. Washington couldn't stop Daniel Jones in that read option, that, that keeper. You know, I, I thought, hey, maybe we got something here. We kind of should have kept the foot on the gas a little more. And, um, you know, again, that's that's on judge. But, um, yeah. but no, overall, you can't, you can't possibly right. be upset with how the offense and Daniel Jones right. played on, on Thursday night. Now, Ryan, I, I was just talking about with Jerry um, about we have to start stacking those performances now, right? Now it's time to start stacking. What I mean by that, obviously, you know, Ryan – we got to get two, three, four, five straight games that w- where the offense moves the ball. Not one, you know, go dormant for three, come back for one. You know what I mean? You got to start stacking now, especially in Dan. This is a big year for Daniel. Year three, we all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, we're going to talk about the ledge a little more. The offense we like, let's see what they do Sunday. They moved the ball well. Daniel played a hell of a game. Um, the defense is the issue. Now, do you feel I do? I hope I'm right. I feel the defense will clean up some of their issues as far as the back end, Ryan. And we mm-hmm. just discussed about what's go- what the hell's going on in the back end with zones and all that. Now, of course, the main issue is going to be, are they going to get to the damn quarterback a little bit, right? Yeah. So they're going to have to scheme some of that. And the same old story, guys going to have to stop beating guys up front, brother. Yeah. they got to stop beating guys up front. Okay? Yeah. So what I'm saying, Ryan, is let's see how to, you know, if they come out, let's put it this way, Ryan. If they come out Sunday and they win a 29-14 game, will you feel better or are you going to say, oh, it's Atlanta? I don't care if they win 3 nothing or 47-44. Give us a win, you know? <laughs> All right. I mean, at this point. Yeah. Um, you just want to feel good. Yeah. You know, if it's 0-3, this could really spiral out of control and it's going to cost people jobs. Unfortunately, if, if it does spiral out of control, yeah. Um, you know, I guess that that would be my question is like, what if if this goes bad, which it's <laughs> obviously trending bad, you know, obviously the GM is going to be the first guy to go. The new GM has every right to say, yeah, This is not my coach, it's not oh, my coach. There we go, dude. Just waiting for that question, <laughs> you know. That, that what at what point. I mean, I guess is there a win total that that we got to see? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Ryan, just, you know what? Let's just beat Atlanta, please. Let's beat Atlanta. Let's not address <laughs> that quite yet. Let's Chris talk and I are week. fine talking about the possibility of a new GM. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the fact. It's that impossible that, for your I, mind I, not, not to go that way. With the things that, you know, last five years. You're not wrong. I, I tell you, you know what's really sad, Ryan? I was thinking about. I was talking with a guy today at the facility. We were watching the practice. You know what's really sad? That they've given up six sacks in two games, and people around are like. Oh, we've improved offensively. Was it that bad? I know. Yeah, yeah. Was it that bad? You know, the no pass talking about the, the offensive line this week. Yeah, the, pen, <laughs> the pass pro wasn't that bad. You know, right. get up six sacks in numerous hurries in two weeks. You know, I mean, yeah. come on, man. So low. <laughs> the guys were picked up off the street actually held held their own. Um, 
But, you know. <laughs> but, Ryan, look. Let's get the win Sunday. Um, hopefully they can progr- keep that offense going. Defense starts tightening up some things. And they can go play New Orleans the following. Fourth down, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, you know that's all. Look, no. look, we all know the defense has not been good. And it might – Personally, I think they're only two because of the defense. I know they only scored seven real points that first game, but yeah, yeah, 100%. Last game, Ryan, without question, it was a defense blew that no, game. I don't care. I don't want to hear about Dex the long. I understand Dex and all that crap, but, but last week was the defense blew that game, bro. No, he scored 29 points against Washington. Win the game, Taylor bro. Heineke, you know, that's it's that's yeah. you got to put that game away, and they Ryan, had plenty of chances to do it. Thanks for calling in, buddy. We got we got Appreciate more it, guys. Yeah, 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 it took up the man much. always first, buddy. <laughs> Take care, it. Ryan. I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, All right, man. brother. All right. All right. Chris, are you ready for uh, for Kyle? For Kyle. I think Uh-oh, it's Kyle. Kyle's coming on. I'm a little <laughs> nervous. This ought to be a real positive conversation. I'm a little nervous. Um, before we get to Kyle, guys, let me take a break for our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Be right back. Attention, Giant Insider podcast listeners and buffoons all the way from Australia to the swamps of Jersey. Guys, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have the solution for you with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick those pubes to Philly, Washington, or Dallas. Just get them the hell out of East Rutherford with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for giant Sundays by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. F-A-N-S-I-D-E-D-2-0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I even use on my bald head, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your gear. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. 
It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and it is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your Cover 2 defense. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Are you kidding me? This nose and ear and hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those oh-so-delicate places. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your special teams be on their A-game. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean cover three, your balls will thank you. And we're back. All right, now we have a positive Kyle. I'm, I'm wondering. Oh, we got what, two people what, in. Three like people. Seven guys. What's going on? Oh, my God. Whoa. What we the hell? A bunch of people. Wait, wait guys, you can't. I, I didn't do it. I didn't do anything, man. Everybody chimed in at once. Holy crap. Is this Kyle Pitts? I don't know. We got Brendan, Kyle. Oh, Kyle again? Oh, that's oh, Kyle, Kyle, man. I see Kyle. Yeah, I'd sort of. On your phone. You're all right. What's up? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. Are we here? Can you hear okay. us? Um, listen, guys, the team blows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I figured they would. Um, I had them winning. Are you talking about the Yankees or the Giants, Kyle? Now, probably two. Um, you know, I, I can't stand Joe Judge. This guy oh, pisses gosh. me off to no end. He gets clean the house. Fight. They're fundamentally sound. Yeah, bullshit. They blow. Okay, I don't know what this guy's saying. Every every week it's the same thing. He he's very good at you know public speaking, but his words mean nothing when he, he's contradicting himself the whole time. Um, it's just it's it's just the team so you- is the same every year and. Uh, I don't know. I would fire Gettleman by now, and I wouldn't fire Judge. Um, it's too uh. soon. He's, he needs another year, but it's just ridiculous. So you want a clean house. It's over. <laughs> can you hear me? Hey, can, Ky- listen, Kyle. You Kyle, gotta, can you hear me? Yeah. No, he can't. I don't he can't he hear me. Okay. Kyle, we love you, buddy. I, as soon as I saw where's Young Joker, I'm like, oh, here we go. It's got to be Kyle Johnson. That was his. <laughs> that was his name. So I'm gonna hang up on Kyle. Um, love Kyle. Love his passion. Guy's out of his mind in a in a good way. Um, he wants to blow. Brandon, can you hear? Brandon, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Brandon, oh, yeah, up, you're man? coming in clear, bro. Yeah. Perfect. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing, man? <laughs> doing good, well. Man. Love the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Um, Absolutely. I think the the flavor of the week is is getting on Judge a little bit. Uh, to start with, this is this goes back like six months. It's got to be because I've never. But somebody on one of these shows asked about how Mara even knew who Judge was and how that came up, and I don't think it's ever been 
talked about since then, but it was written in an article, Chris, by one of your buddies. I think I think Duggan or one of them. Yeah. Um, that in the 18 cycle, when they interviewed Patricia yeah. and McDaniel's, both those guys cited Judge as somebody they wanted to be on a potential staff for the Giants. And Mara, I guess, yeah. you know, made note of that and said, "Who's this Judge guy? Why? <laughs> let's let's take a look at him." So when, they, when they actually re- up, they actually reached out to Belichick too, Brandon. Yeah, I know that for a fact. They reached out to Belichick. Belichick highly. I'm sure. Yeah, they have that relationship. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my question but, is, go ahead. Um, is for a guy, you know, whatever judge is, 39, 40 years old, for, for a young coach in a league that's kind of like rapidly changing here, are you guys starting to worry at all that he's a little too old school and a little too conservative and kind of, I don't know if it's a special teams thing. He has a lot of you know confidence in in the field position game and just kind of doing things by the book, but. The other night with the one that got me was, well, obviously the end of the game, the the, uh, the interception, um, the approach after Bradbury picked that ball off. But the one that got me was early, fourth and two from the five, seven, seven game. And they bring out Cano and kick the field goal. I feel like there with the way the Giants have gone over the last five years, like what, why don't you just take a shot there, pick up two yards and try and get a touchdown, set the tone early in the game? Well, like, I'll go first. I think it's because the, the fact the week before the offense struggled so much, you don't want to. That's a that's the type of thing where they could all start losing confidence right away. They're still young. Yeah, I was okay. I hear you. I was okay with the field goal, but I understand what you're saying. There were so many times we lost that game. I don't look at that fourth and two as like, oh, we should if we if we only did that, we would have won the game. We lost that game eight different times, right? So right. I, I get what you're saying, but I think with a with an offense that is still very iffy offensive line, although we're kind of happy that they're not. Not, we were just said like they gave up six sacks in two games, but we're we're kind of happy about it. But we're they're better than we expected as far as the line goes. Young quarterback still feeling his way through. I'm okay with kicking that field goal, but yeah, go ahead, Chris. I don't know if you felt yeah, differently or not. Yeah, no, I agree with you there, Jerry. But I, I agree with Brendan too. He has been a little conservative, Jerry. Yeah. He has been a little conservative, no question about. Even in the first game, I remember sitting in a press box. When he punted in that first series, I, I was like, why are we not trying a 57-yard field goal? Gano here. Well, that's when he does that stupid, uh, let's try. He comes out, he tries to draw him off sides. I thought that was a little – look, there's some things that are definitely concerning this year with Judge. Right. Um, you know, the whole thing of well, – that's the way I'm trying to, trying to word it. But he told us, him and Gettleman – that this offensive line is good to go. We have total confidence in it, right? Yeah. Yep, and passed on, passed so, on, uh, on Mr. Slater too. So right? Oh, did, so, oh, did they? Did they put pass on? Slater? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so you know, this guy looked us in the eye, looked the fan base in the eye, and said, "Hey, I evaluated these guys, and they're good. You know, we have total confidence in them. And look how that's worked out. I understand the injury with Nick Lemure had penciled in there, and he's going to be out the year. Okay, but." You also had Matt Pert as right tackle. He didn't. Mm. He's not. Forget about him. They, they're thinking about putting him to guard. Soon, I know. Yeah? I saw that too. Trying to. Okay. That felt like they wanted that to be. They wanted that to work out at right tackle more than they really felt like it was going to. I don't know. That's the impression I get. Like they just they drafted him in the third round. It felt like they wanted it, so they just went with it. I, you know, they 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 were totally confident. Will and Ann is the right guard, and as usual, Will's just been okay. You know, the usual Will. Yeah. Um, but they looked at us in the eye. Everybody in the eye. Fan base, me, Jerry, everybody who associated with this organization and said, hey, we're not going to draft an offensive lineman. We're not going to go out and sign one. Um, we're good with these five guys. Yeah. You know, we got and The whole world is saying this is the problem. This is where I talk about the conservative thing. I mean, 
you know, we're all fans and we all buffoons and it's, it's, you get, you get stuck kind of like taking the on the mentality and defending your team when you don't necessarily, like when everyone else is saying what they're doing is wrong, you're still saying, well, maybe it's right. You're just kind of hoping. I think it's a fan thing, like but with the, more, right? like the conservative more, right? approach and with yeah. all the, I don't know, it just, and, and the thing that gets me and I'll let you guys go and get other people, but is the thing that's really starting to concern me now is I thought Jones played pretty well the other night, like probably mm-hmm. as well as he's played maybe ever. Um, <laughs> and I'm worried that we're going to go through kind of a muddled year here and we're never going to really know what he is because of the infrastructure around him. And I think Judge obviously is going to be a big piece of that. So well, I, I would Brand- hate to have – yeah, go ahead. Uh, Brendan, uh, you know, me and Jerry talked about this, and I wrote about it. I sat there in the training camp. I watched every practice. I said, okay, you know, you're telling us this line is going to be – I'll yep. sit back and I'll give you your offensive line a chance. I'm not going to say in August this line sucks. Uh, right. The season's gone. I'm not that type of buffoon to do that. But at the same time, and Jerry knows this, I said, okay, guys, you're telling me this is it? This is your line? Fine. But if this is the reason why this season goes down to shitball, <laughs> a lot of people are going to have answers. And that a lot of people better have answers, and that includes Joe Judge. Yeah, of course it does. Three because, offensive line coaches. Because he's sitting there, right, in the offseason with Dave the buffoon. Mm-hmm. And and they're tell, and they're looking at it going, okay, we'll go with Pert and Anis Gates, Lemieux at the time, you know, Lemieux, and obviously uh, Andrew Thomas. Okay, so like I've been saying, like, what if we're sh- like, and you know that what they do in the draft time, they come up with a thousand different scenarios, Brandon, right? There are a thousand right. of them, right? A thousand different scenarios, and one of them is going to be Rashawn Slater on the board when they draft, right? So what happened, Brandon? Rashawn Slater was on the board when they damn drafted. So if I'm Joe Judge, right, I'm telling Davey boy, hey, jackass, if this kid's on the board, we're drafting him. I don't give a flying crap about what you're telling me about. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I've been around 50 years, though, Joe. You know, I know, I know hog mollies. Right? No. I'm drafting him. So that didn't happen, I guess. So to me, hey, Joe, when we're 5 and 12 and the offensive line is one of the main reasons why, which you, it probably will be at the end, not so much a defense, but right, Joe, we want answers now. What made you think these guys were the answer? Right, yeah, dude? You, can't, you so, can't be in control for two years and then say, you know what, none of this is my fault. This was Dave. This was the quarterback. Wash them all out and let's start again. You can't and do Brand- that. And Brandon, before we let you go, and Jerry, That's too, cool. I haven't mentioned this to you either, Jerry, but I'm going to mention it right now. Okay. If this season goes down to ship all, like I said, I don't want just Dave gone. It's not just Dave Gettleman himself, although he looks at a thousand hours of film and he thinks he's Johnny of talent evaluator and all that crap. <laughs> Johnny uh, talent. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not just him, Brandon. They got a clean house in their scouting department. Absolutely. 1,000% right. Isn't it sick that we're having this conversation week three for the millionth time in four yeah. years but well that's that's why we're, we're gonna win sunday and we're gonna we're gonna feel good for a week brendan but you're I, like the God's I, real quick before i let you go the, yeah. the the conversation we were saying that you know if that conversation took place and and dave gutterman said hey right, we're set with hernandez thomas burt the first thing i would have said if i'm judges wait what who are we set with like i wait a minute. Going into that trip i actually thought my impression and chris you know better than i do much better but i i thought 
if it comes to that and Smith is off the board, I thought, and they sat there, I thought they would have taken Vera Tucker because they were so convinced that Pert was a tackle, Parrot was a tackle, and they were just going to take a guard instead. We had I, I, I would have been happy with Vera Tucker. Yeah, oh, I would have too. But I we think talked you know, about every scenario possible leading yeah. up to that draft of who right. would be available, and right. not once did Kadarius Tony's name. Come hey, up. hey, Brandon, hey, just quickly, mm-hmm. were, were you following us on Twitter during the draft? I was following. The were you podcast. looking at my tweets? Were you looking at my tweets? <laughs> I probably was. Yeah. Well, I, after I was, the third, after the third round on, yeah, there was a Good young time. man out there from Tennessee, oh, a guard that yeah, I kept. Tell me. Do you I'm remember me, Brandon? I was right like, <laughs> yes, yes. Trey Switz out there. Trey Switz out there. For what do you go? Wait, he eventually went the sixth or the seventh. He went the sixth round because yeah, he had he had health issues, right? So he dropped. I know. That's no, why I get it, but. It, you got to take a flyer at that point oh, when you have such a gaping hole. I mean, Brandon, right. see, here's yeah. the difference between Andy Reid and our guys. <laughs> he is now starting at right guard and yep. playing well. For and and here, at Jeffrey, I'll tell you, and you saw me put it on Twitter, dude. Take a flyer on this kid. Take a flyer on him. It's a, it's the fifth round, the sixth it's round. A, it's a How pick you, you just give away another. It's like no, look, 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 Brandon, look, look. <laughs> Guys, Chris took his hand, went under his chin, and did a very Italian symbol to every to, yeah. to, to the Giants. I know it. <laughs> for those of you who can't see it. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for taking the call. And right, good, great job with the show. All right. Absolutely. Thank better you, times man. ahead, I hope. Take care. Take care. All right. So it looks like Mecca of NYG is in, but I don't know if he's able to talk. Otherwise, I got to admit somebody else. There he is. What's up, buddy? I don't know if you can see me. Nope. We're good. Can't see you, but we can hear you. Uh, I wore my Bavaro Super Bowl jersey because last time I had my Rangers one. I was like, oh, oh, either, either one is fine. Either the one Ranger is fine. guy. Yeah, I remember so, now. Yeah. <laughs> my question, and Chris, you probably can answer better, but Jerry, you must have been feeling the frustration I was when Graham got so passive in his defense. We're not they're, – they're picking us apart, dinking, dunking down the field, and he's just rushing forward. And it's just a straight rush. There's no aggressiveness, no creativity, and I'm feeling like – these guys are just struggling out there. Give them something they can chomp a bit on. Don't defensive guys like to blitz? Well, I, I we just talked about this. I did see blitzing. Um, a few I, times, I yeah. did see blitzing Thursday night, but they weren't getting there, right? Like, and that's that was even more frustrating. Like he, the one thing about Graham is as mad as we get at him sometimes, and he's been good overall. But you get aggravated with his game plan. He adjusts in game. You see him change all of a sudden. And then you see Chris's tweets. Oh, he went from man to zone there. And he's like, okay, thanks for verifying what I just saw. Because it's good to have someone else kind of throw that out there. But he will change mid-game. And he started blitzing. The frustrating part for me was they weren't getting there. And why does a guy like like Carter Coughlin have only six six snaps so far when you're not getting to the quarterback? That's, That's frustrating for me, dude. Absolutely. Like there was, I, didn't, I know he doesn't like to stump because you lose your gap contain yeah. and such, but they, they were just, it was like flag football almost, you know, just barely touching their guys. They weren't getting around. It yeah. was frustrating because this defense was supposed to be our like anchor. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they, had our team. they had it. And uh, it's very, very frustrating. Um, but I, I had a question for you, another one, just real quick. If we had drafted Slater, I know we're going to do you have confidence we could have developed him? Think about all the people we've developed. I mean, drafted. Who have we developed? Well, how much development has he had already? He just looks great. So right out the right out of the gate. It's a good point, but I don't know how much development it would have taken. But and, yeah, I hear your point. I hear what you're saying. It's dude. just uh no, it's frustrating. Very a frustrating. Lot of fr- but I'm I'm not giving up hope with this season. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. 
Okay. No, I am fully expecting the offense to continue to improve. Mm-hmm. I hope this defense can, you know, figure something out where they can get some stops. Yeah. Specifically key stops, like two minutes. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if we can beat Atlanta, just beat Atlanta, we're in a much better state. We're only a game out of the division. Yeah. We're 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 not in bad shape. Right. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna let you run. You guys got a lot of things. I got kids upstairs. So thanks a lot for everything, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Kyle's chiming in with just Chris. He's just putting up questions. Why did we draft a wide out? (laughs) (laughs) He's just writing questions in now. (laughs) That dude's awesome. I hope he never changes. I'm going to try to hang up on him. All right. We got six in the queue. Trying to admit Jamie now. Oh, no. Giants carb crush. Oh, so here we go. Chris, Giants carb crush. I am going to the game with him on Sunday as his guest. Who's this? Schwarzenegger? Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope you can hear me. I'm new with this technology here on this thing. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, first That's time looking... I'm seeing him, he's absolutely jacked. I'm looking, no, no. I'm looking forward to it, Jerry. I can't wait. Can't wait. We are tailgating in lot J19. This just happened over the last When, Sunday? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I know you go, Jerry. Okay. I was making the announcement on the podcast, actually. Chris. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. J19. And, uh, J19, it's the Big Blue Barbecue, and this dude, Danny, who, mm-hmm. and I'm literally, Chris's, Chris or Giants Carb Crush is whining and dining me. Oh, yeah. Really? It's ridiculous. <laughs> we have the nicest yeah. listeners in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe this can grow into something uh, where on a weekly basis we can get the crew together that follows you guys and, and have, uh, you know, get-togethers at every home game. We've got to get a giant insider flag up there and, and claim our territory. Well, you know what's, what your I mean? first name? what's your first Chris. name? Chris. Chris. Oh, another Chris. I must the be other a smart Chris. Yep. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope so. But so I don't want to. What kind of food you bring for Jerry here? Oh know, my God! Well, that's going to be a cheat day. To every, a tail of ham, everything. It's all on the all on the table. Uh, Sunday. I, Forget I, it. There's I, no I, rules. No I, rules. I, Sunday. By Taylor Ham, you mean pork roll? Well, there you go. I know you're in South Jersey, so no, all, all good. <laughs> how's a Taylor Ham a pork roll? Right. It's it's there. There's uh, Taylor's pork roll. So they call yeah. It. Taylor oh, made the pork roll, right? That's the whole thing. Jersey people are freaking weird. <laughs> but it'll be good. But I don't want to hold everybody up. We're looking forward to it, Jerry, and hopefully uh, catch up with you soon too. Yeah, as well, I was Chris. going to announce at the end, but that, now oh. that you called in, thank you, man. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to uh, to call in tonight. But you know what? You know what's amazing? I mean, we talked about the tackle position with uh, with Pert and Solder coming back and Thomas. Like we we felt confident with Solder coming off the bench. But I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, as soon as Zeitler left, we all thought, "Wow, one injury and we're in bad shape." Well, guess what? We have two, right? You yeah, have. Lemieux down yeah. and now it's amazing you have guys like skewer bredesen billy price who was a first round pick and they just signed jonathan harrison off the, to the practice squad we have guys playing those positions that weren't even here a month ago astonishing that this is what we're rolling out and and that just amazes me you but know Chris, that, don't worry about it because dave says there's nothing to worry about <laughs> well we've been hearing that now for a few years um and you know looking back to 2017 uh, after that 2016 season We've gone on those five-game losing streaks, six of eight loss, nine in a row. I mean, you can't help being a Giants fan. Is this what we're walking into again if we don't win on Sunday because you get those next two games, which are going to be rough? We cannot you know, withstand these five-game losing streaks, and we, we've had it. The leaves aren't even uh, – they're not even changed yet, and they're not green, yet. and we're out of it. Hey, Chris, even you, Jerry, we'll talk about it. If they lose this game to Atlanta – <laughs> on Eli Manning's retirement day. And oh my God! I tell you what, brother, it's going to be really ugly around here, man. Really ugly. Yeah. And that, and that includes look. 
Chris, I don't know if you saw it, but after the Washington game last week, I put on Twitter, the honeymoon is over. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I tell you what, brother, if they lose this game to Atlanta Sunday, Joe Judge, everybody, it's going to be ugly around here. Yeah, yeah. I'm Agreed. You. Agreed. Last question for you guys, and, and maybe this is way off. Uh, you know, Slayton, he's he, he's almost like an enigma in a way, like um, like Engram. Uh, he makes these fantastic catches, like he did in the corner for the touchdown. But not saying that was an easy catch. But an NFL player's got to catch that ball. You know, when he ran that post, and you oh, see him drop. Yeah, you see him drop, you know, balls in the past for first downs that he should grab. Almost in, in a way like Ingram makes a fantastic play, but then reels you back in with a big drop. Do you, looking back to Reuben Randall, I can't help but think Slayton reminds me of a Reuben Randall. You know he kind of goes mean? invisible. He shows up. He's back and forth. I don't know. Is he? Do you yeah. think is he better than a Reuben Randall? Yeah, is he really better, a three? He's better than Randall. You know who he reminds me of? I was thinking about this during the week. He reminds me of Ernest Gray. Okay, makes, and that's going back a bit. He sure, makes of course. He'll burn a defense, and all of a sudden he drops one right in his hands. Randall was an enigma. Randall made a couple. I, I can remember a touchdown in Atlanta where he or, uh, he, he went over. Um, I forget who he went over. Uh, oh no, the Cardinals. Uh, Peterson mm-hmm. went over Patrick Peterson once. Mm-hmm. Caught a one-hander. He caught one against the Eagles. I can't remember anything else that he did. Like, right, so right. I think he's way better than a Ruben. It's a, it's a cool comparison, yeah. but I think he's way better than a Ruben. Yeah, Randall. well, I think he put Eli, gave Eli an extra five interceptions, too, on his yeah, career absolutely. with yeah, Ruben Ruben wrong Randall, route. <laughs> Ruben Randall was one lazy route runner. Mm, that's, that's what we heard, right? Lazy route runner. Yeah. But yeah. Slayton doesn't have that laziness. In him. The problem right. with Darius is that he's just inconsistent. He, he yeah. got all, yeah. which you can't have, you know? Right. That's what he did in Auburn. That was his rep. It kind of was kind of quiet the first year with that, but now it's coming back. You know, yeah. That's the issue. Look, that ball on that eight route, that 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 post route. Mm-hmm. He can't drop. You got to catch no. that ball, brother. No. This is yeah, the NFL. Abs- the, the, hey, Chris, the game is over if he catches that yeah. ball. It's Absolutely, over. it's over. Yeah, yeah, over. No doubt. You know, no doubt. I, I, don't get me wrong. You know, Daniel could have put a little bit better, but this is the freaking NFL, brother. You got to right. catch that ball. Yeah, and those gloves. He's got the gloves on. He's got to catch it with those gloves yeah. on. There's no reason with the gloves. So, so, Chris, <laughs> I, I can tell you, brother, you know, knowing Darius from being in a building and around, the kid works hard. He's a good fit, and he, he's not lazy. He, like, Randall was a lazy mm-hmm. was a knock, yeah. Um, but Well, Darius, I remember you, Chris, doing the camp report saying that first day was atrocious. He was dropping balls, yeah, and then as the weeks yeah. went by, he started to really do yeah. do well. And, and, and his, yeah, first, so his first year, yeah, his first year he didn't have that many drop bombs, but now this year he's dropped, I think, three already, you know? Yeah. And I'm gonna see the big one in Washington where the game would have been over if he catches mm-hmm. it, you know? Mm-hmm. So we gotta hope he cleans that up. But you know, this kid works hard, man. I, well, I could tell you, Chris, that he's not a lazy dog. He he's not like he he's not out there running lazy routes, you know, and all right. that crap. Um so we'll see, brother. You know, but he's one of those guys he like like you said, Chris, he's getting in that Ingram category of being maddening. You know, mm-hmm. he's like getting mm-hmm. maddening now, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, by, by the way, Evan's going to be back Sunday. I know you're happy about that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, we, listen, it could only help all, all hands on deck at this point. You know what I mean? We, we, we definitely need an open, open up things. Let's, can we run a seam route maybe on, on Sunday? That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know what? You know what, Chris? Looking at Atlanta, watching them on film, that middle of the field is going to be open for them. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, um, so Evan's going to have some opportunities. We'll see how it plays out, brother. Yeah, you know, and you know what? You got pits on the other side, so maybe you could show him up a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah who knows? Real, yeah, real quick, yeah, yeah. Is everyone at your tailgate like jacked? I like to, I, I think no. I'm going to work out after this podcast. <laughs> no, no, but, yeah, no, no, nothing. No, nobody is. Pull, They're all, you, all good. Do you all guys good. bring like portable weights? Like, you uh, work at the park a lot? It's an off day. Chris, it's an off day. All bets are off Sunday. Come on. No, no. He's going to be like, yeah, Jerry, eat the pork roll. I'm going to have these turkey burgers here. No, no. They'll throw me out. They'll all throw me out, Jerry. I can't do that. I'm a binge eater. Don't worry. We'll be binge Chris, where are you from, brother? Uh, well, I'm used to be from Bergen County, um, okay. Paramus area. Now we moved out northwest Jersey uh, near Rockaway, Rockaway, New Jersey, like right around there. Okay. Northwest Jersey? Yeah. So, oh, you know, okay. so you're not, I guess you're not that far from me. I'm in Huntington County over here. Yeah. In fact, um, our office is in where my company is uh, Somerville, so not too far oh, from me. Oh, my right God. Now. You're 15 minutes from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're in, uh, I want to say, uh, not Mendham. I'm in, or... I'm in Flemington area. Yeah. Flemington. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great baseball I, facility I, there. Yeah, they got, well, Jack Cuss, the old ball player, and his dad, yes. they do the domination deal over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I eat in Somerville all the time there. Uh, oh, small good. world, brother. Small world. That's I right. I working out at a freaking gym like you. <laughs> <laughs> He's always in Muscle Maker Grill or something. He's not even <laughs> no, oh, God. At 49, it's all shakes all day, man. It shakes all day <laughs> and maybe a meal. Uh, get nuts. Get together, man. Yeah, you will. you will. I don't want to hold you guys up. You got callers. Guys, thanks again, Jerry. Look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Thanks, Chris. Great show okay, as always. Thank you, brother. Be good. Right, same here. Thanks, guys. Oh my God. That dude is jacked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show up. I'm going to be wearing like flannel. When, 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 Brendan, when Brendan goes down Sunday afternoon, we might have to get call question and oh play a little off guard. It's like a linebacker. All right, we'll do one more call. Sorry about that, Chris. Okay. All right. Uh, Kyle's trying to call back in. Sorry, Kyle. If I, I hope it's a different Kyle, but I'm not admitting it. Sorry if it is. Trevor Donnelly. Yeah, dude, it's funny. These guys, it's all. Uh, Doom and gloom already, man. <laughs> like, blow it all up. Can't blame Can't him. say I didn't think about it, you know, Thursday night, man. Can't when blame the game's him. over, you're like, oh, there we go. Oh, somebody's yeah. coming in. There he is. There he is. Looks like Eli Manning. Who is this guy? Yeah. Hey, 18 years old. <laughs> Looks like a young Eli. 19. 19. <laughs> huh. no, I was just going to say, I called about uh, Stills earlier in the year. I think he would have made that catch instead of Slayton. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There it is. I agree with you. He was catching everything you training camp, brother. Yeah. <laughs> What's on your mind? Well, I'm still uh, Kadarius. I was because, like, mm. obviously, like everyone's talking about him being a first round pick. We obviously know, like, he missed for like a bunch of reasons training. But like, do you guys see like Judge maybe using him for like kick returns because like last year we saw like Jabri- Yeah. Yeah, I think Jabril that's coming on it, and then he was getting hurt. It's like always like we can't have, afford to have Jabril get hurt. And then I think my second question is obviously like the offense yeah, against Washington was like the best Daniel Jones has ever looked. And then but like before, like Garrett, like Garrett probably couldn't even walk into East Rutherford without again like, after the Broncos game. And we have like Freddie Kitchens, who obviously is an experienced offensive coordinator. And if it goes south, how like quickly do you think Judge would be willing to bring in Freddie Kitchens as the play caller. Like, how much of a strength does Jason have? That's probably what I'm getting at here. Um, yeah, Jerry, you want to run with that or you want me to run with it? You know, Chris. Is this another buy switch if it goes south quick? <laughs> like with the offensive line coach last year? Yeah, it's like so happened with Columbo. You know, it's a good question, but, like, we just talked about this, and Chris kind of broke down the plays after the interception, which weren't awful play calls, right? There was a hole that Saquon missed. 
he, Garrett does some things maddening. He tries those those end arounds and things like that. And not enough motion, too. Not enough, right, not motion. enough motion. Go vertical. Yeah. Stop going horizontal. What's I, I think I think uh, I think it's I hate to put a number on it, but if he calls two stinkers coming up over the next four games, I think that will I think that would happen. I do. I think because yeah. the fan base is just going to go into they're going to be nuclear at that point. So I, I, if I had to guess, I think over the next four games and, and maybe even this like if they lose Sunday, all hell is going to break loose. In this organization. So I, really think gonna, so I think they're going to win. But if they don't and, and something and, and it's because of the play calling, I could see it. How about this? I could see it sooner than later. How about that? I mean, if I think if we lose to the Falcons this week, everyone's <laughs> going to be on a short leash. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we can't 3-0 and or 0-3. Oh I wish it was 3-0. Oh, but Oh, God. That, Chris, what do you think? Um, the offense is going to have to look really bad. And then at the bye, which is around the mid, mid, midpoint this year again, right? The ninth week, 10th week, whatever it is, 8th week, whatever it is. Um, you might see, like, uh, I could see a change because uh, Judge is going to have to do something. But... You know, the offense is going to have to look bad for weeks, bro. You know, for weeks, you know. And uh, after last week, they're not even considering that, obviously, the way they looked. It's a pretty good defense in Washington, right? Yeah. So, obviously, if at the halfway, at the bye, if they're one, you know, if they're two and six, whatever the hell, two and seven or one, some of the changes that Freddie Kitchens will do. If it is Freddie Kitchens, you know, yeah. Kitchens. So, uh, you know, that's not something you do, and then you play a week, you know, four days later, you know. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's all I got. But thank you, guys. All right, Trevor. Take care, you got it, Trevor. Take care, brother. See you, bud. All right, dude. We're over an hour in. You want to do the uh, the picks now? Oh, okay. Yeah. Recording failed. Call failed. Unsupported device. Of course, Kyle has an unsupported device. Why would he be calling in from a computer? All right. Let's go. Picks. I'm down four now already, but I got the San Francisco Eagles game right. So if that's my, if that's what I have to do, to, I'll lose every week like that. So I'm good. But I'm down four already. Panthers at Texans tomorrow night, bud. Carolina. Yeah, Carolina, that's an easy one. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, Chargers-Chiefs. Kansas City. Yeah, especially after that loss. Uh, Cardinals-Jags, we both probably like the Cardinals. Yes. Bears at Browns. Odell looks like he's playing. Um, Finally. I'm going to go with the uh, I'll go with the Browns. Yeah, same. Washington at Bills. Buffalo. Yes. Colts at Titans. Tennessee. I want to go with the Colts. Although, I don't think your boy Wentz is playing. He's banged up. My boy. I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Titans. <laughs> my boy Wentz. I love that. <laughs> I like when you say your team in Philly. Uh, <laughs> Saints at Patriots. Uh, New England. Yes. Yeah. Mac Jones, huh? huh. Looks pretty good, dude. Yeah, Here's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Bengals at Steelers. Smart too, man. McDaniels is coaching them up really smart, too, man. Yeah. Bengals at Steelers. Um... You ready? I'm going to go upset. Bengals. Yeah, Cincinnati, Bengals. upset. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, you agree? You. Okay. I do. I thought that was going to be my smart pick of the week. Like, I'm going to get you on this one, but I agree with you. I think it's going to be Bengals. I'm not going Steelers. Uh, Ravens at Lions. Baltimore. Yeah. Here's an easy one. Jets at Broncos. Four o'clock games. Yeah, yeah. Denver. <laughs> I'm not sure. Dolphins at Raiders. Oh, man. Are the Raiders well, ready to be 3-0? I'm going to go with the Raiders. They're going to be 3-0, huh? Yeah, I think so, brother. They had two nice wins, man. Oof. I got to go with them, too. Uh, Buccaneers at Rams. That's a good How about game. that game? That's Rams are favored right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams, Jerry. I'm going to go Buccaneers. But 
It's a toss-up, man. Uh, still 4 o'clock. Seahawks at Vikings. Seattle. Yeah, me too. Packers at Niners Sunday night, 8 o'clock. Tough one. Um, I like the front four. I'm going to go with the 49ers. And you're going to go with the Packers. I can tell. Yeah. You're bullying, <laughs> bullying me into that courtroom, Danny. Bullying me. few good men. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Monday night. This is, you know, uh, Eagles at Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Dallas, bro. I think Dallas is going to stomp them. How about that? I think Dallas might whip them up, too. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think they're going to stomp them. And now the Giants. Last one. Clock. What do you like? What do you, one, what do you think? I, I like the Giants in this one. I know I, I said I wasn't going to take them until they win, sure. but if they don't win this week, Chris, come on. I, 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 Jerry, I, I agree. I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be a tough one, uh, but I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going to go with the Giants. It's going to be an uncomfortable win. But, uh, yeah, dude, I was going to tell you, I'm going with – Chris Giants carb crush. I have to work out apparently for four days before I go. <laughs> oh my God. But I got my, uh, I want to see my boy Eli get retired, Chris, live. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it should be good. If they lose, I'm never going back to MetLife Stadium. All right. Anything else, buddy? Well, that's it, man. We'll talk next week. <clears throat> All right, man. All right, guys, thanks for calling in. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And uh, that's it. All right, guys, let's go. Let's finally get off the schneid and get a win. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.